Good morning, everybody. I'm Hot Rod Bob, and you've got gas. And if you're watching this, you are a gasaholic. Thanks for joining us. Hey, it's Tuesday. We had a long three-day weekend. We did some special broadcasts from the Murphy Museum in Oxnard, California on Sunday during their monthly Mojo and Muscle or Muscle and Mojo cruises, and it was a great day. Weather in the Ventura area where we are at has been great. It did get up to about 80 degrees, but we didn't have the heat and the issues that they had in the Los Angeles area. That's why we're not there. But cars, that's what it's all about. And that's what gas is. Gas, the great American auto scene, brought to you each morning by Service Tech Equipment. Hey, you know what? There's more to life than pony cars. Now, when I say pony cars, and a lot of people don't understand that these days, the Mustang started a craze to call everything with a long hood, short deck lid, a pony car. The Mustang, the Camaro, the Cougar, the Dodge Challenger, the Barracuda, eventually, they were all classified, and the Javelin, and maybe even the AMX, were classified as pony cars. Now, that was the name given to the type of vehicle they were. But a car that would have set them on their ear, I think, and the designer, Mr. Teed, did, was the Tarpon. Now, a lot of people don't know about the Tarpon because it was stillborn. It didn't make it to production. Now, it was a beautiful car, and it was the forerunner to AMC's Marlin. Now, the Marlin was a big car. It was built on the classic chassis and shared the front end with the Rebel and the Classic and so forth, but was very big and long in comparison. Why? Well, the powers-to-be at AMC didn't see the emerging new market. Now, even though the Tarpon was designed in 1963 and shown right alongside the Mustang II, although the Mustang II is a two-seater, mid-engine, four-cylinder car, the Mustang that came out Falcon-based, set the world on its ears. Now, the Mustang was not the first of the pony cars. The Barracuda was. The Barracuda beat the Mustang to market by two weeks. Nobody noticed. The Mustang just, they did a blitz. They had the money, they put the money into the advertising, and the Mustang was debuted worldwide on TV, on radio, and at the New York World's Fair. And I'm so darn old, I was there. Now, the Mustang was an exciting card, no question about it. It set the stage for what was to become the pony car craze. But AMC had a chance to get into this. And Roy Abernathy, the president of AMC, who was a big guy, didn't see that market coming. What he saw was people thinking that AMC just built small, economical, boring cars. Well, he couldn't fit in the Tarpon. That was probably, probably the problem. The Tarpon was an excellent car. It was based on the brand newly designed Rambler American. Now, this car was a direct competitor for the Chevy 2, the Nova, the Falcon. It was there. The styling was good. As a matter of fact, it was so good after it went out of production here in the States, it stayed in production in Argentina and was a performance car. But there was something lacking on this car. They didn't have a small V8. 
They didn't have a V8 engine they thought would fit in that car. Now, of course, if you'd put one of those things in the hands of a hot rodder, they would have fit the V8 in a matter of hours, and they would have had the V8-powered car. They did have the 327, but it was a rather large block motor that ended up in the Marlin. Hi, and speaking of Marlin, we got Marlin. Uh, Marlin Mitchell, it is, all right now. All right, so the Rambler American-based tarpon was proportioned well. The roof line was a fastback design. It had a slightly curved rear window to keep that curvature going back to the tail of the vehicle. They lowered the roof about two inches over what the Rambler American convertible was, and they used a convertible chassis so it was good and stiff, but no V8 engine. Now, their six-cylinder wasn't that bad. It got good gas mileage. It could easily have been modified to increase horsepower until the next year when they came up with a smaller V8 engine. But Abernathy stood his ground, and as a matter of fact, when Dick Teague was on vacation, he actually added an inch to the length of the Marlin, making it even bigger. Now, the biggest problem with the Tarpon, besides the fact that there was no V8 option, there was no trunk either. Now, this was reminiscent of the good old Henry J put out by Kaiser. The trunk lid was an option. Yeah, imagine that. There were three options on the Henry J, a trunk lid, a glove box door, and a six-cylinder over the four-cylinder. Now, American Motors, trying to shed their stodgy economy car kind of legacy, decided that the Tarpon wouldn't work and the Marlin was its replacement. They used the same color combinations, initially the red with the black center on the roof, and I think that was very striking. I still like the Marlin, don't get me wrong. The Marlin was a neat looking car, but it didn't have the horsepower. It didn't have the horsepower to compete with the mid-sized cars and the large fastback cars of the time. So, hey, it missed the mark. They sold less than 10,000 Marlins. Can you imagine what they would have done with a Tarpon? Now, Mike Jacobs brings up the point that the AMC Javelins were awesome machines, and yes, they were. They came out a few years later, but at that point, the pony car market was starting to get saturated with various cars. And unfortunately, the Tarpon would have been at the start of this, could have capitalized on the craze, and catapulted AMC into the arena they needed to be. But it didn't come to fruition. And the Tarpon went away. The Marlin replaced it. Now, AMC has never really recovered from that and those types of mistakes they made throughout their history. And they kept making those same mistakes until Chrysler purchased them and disavowed or canceled all of the cars that AMC produced. When Chrysler took over, the only thing they wanted was the Jeep. And they disassembled the company and eliminated the car division of AMC, only hanging on to the Jeep. The legacy of Rambler cars? Well, it still lives on. The Rambler Rebel. The American with V8. 390 cubic inches. They did put the V8 in it. It just took a few years for them to do it. The red, white, and blue signature vehicles, the Rebel and the American came out with, the Scrambler, Rambler, and more. The Rebel, 
They were hot cars. They were good cars. Javelin, great car. They had some quirky cars, too. The big, single headlight, round oval, fastback Matador. AMC tried hard, but they weren't able to keep up with the big three. And the Tarpon was an example of their mismanagement. I'm Hot Rod Bob. You've got gas. The morning edition brought to you by Service Tech Equipment. All the equipment you need for the shop you've got. Take care, folks. You have a great day. I'm Hot Rod Bob. You've got gas. And have a great day. Tune in to our YouTube channel. That's right. I've got a YouTube channel. Plus, Two Tired Guys Productions YouTube channel, where you can see classic talking about cars and gas. The Great American Odyssey. Take care now. Have a great day. See you tomorrow.